This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is May 28th, 2019. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, talking SmackDown Live. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan, joined by Raj Geary. Uh, it's kind of a weird SmackDown tonight, but what do you expect? We got a recap of that. We got some AEW news, talking about John Moxley, his uh, match for Fighter Fest, his AEW in-ring debut was just announced. And uh, talking about the fallout from Sami Zayn's segment on Raw, question mark, was it real? Was it scripted was it a shoot who knows we've got some uh insight conflicting reports going around so much happening in the world of professional wrestling matt morgan how are you feeling this tuesday i'm feeling good do you want to talk to real matt morgan or uh shadow reddit account <laughs> matt morgan <laughs> <laughs> you know whichever one mayor of longwood whoever wants to show up right <laughs> let's do it let's make it happen um no, it's good, man. Uh, okay, so tough SmackDown, but not as tough as Raw. It was shorter. There were some good yeah, matches. Sure. Kofi versus KO was pretty good. Bailey versus Lacey was good. I'd take tonight over last night. Sure, yes. Yes, again, but this is akin to being the world's tallest midget. Like, let's be serious. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> uh, or or, or, or a, uh, the nicest smelling fart. Just there you go. Yeah, that's, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so we opened the show. Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, uh, Kevin denying attacking Biggie backstage. He would never do such a thing. I tweeted out, ask Kadeo Atami uh, about that. He might say otherwise. Um, yeah, this match I thought was good. This was a good start it to the was. show. Solid half hour, right? Very, yep. very good wrestling. Yeah. Kofi got the win. Mm -hmm. KO looked good. Um, this was solid. I don't know where this story goes from here, if this story continues from here, but I know that with Dolph going with Kofi at the Super Showdown, um, God, this video package, the way they're making his voice sound, I just think Dolph, it's unhinged, but not in a good way, right? I mean, this isn't Fine. like, yeah, it's not like the Joker, like where it's like, oh my God, what's this crazy, insane dude going to do next? No, it's whiny, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> and and, 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 and to, to your point real quick, I'll kick off this first match here because it was it was an action-packed match. It was a very well-worked match. It was a good story. But let me just ask you guys a question. I'm not trying to be pessimistic here. I'm just stuck in this rut right now where I'm really frustrated as a fan with this company at the moment. And that is, can you imagine how much better tonight's match and this feud would have been? Okay, if they took care of Kofi a little bit better as champion, and more importantly... Um, I can't believe I'm saying that because nothing should be more important than your champion, but how they booked Kevin Owens when he first came back between the vignettes and whatnot. 
because the Kevin Owens I pay money to see, yeah, he's there, he's back, he, he's but he finally is getting there now. Where he's at now is where he should have entered the scene the minute he came back from his injury, not what they did with him originally. Do you know what I mean? Has he even gotten a, a big win since he's uh, since he's been back? I feel like he's. Hmm. I, I don't. I don't remember him beating anyone. Uh, I'm sure there's there's got to be one or two I'm missing, but I don't remember it. I, I, you know, I like that. Um, I thought this match as a match was good, but why right. not? Why not build it? Why not give a storyline at the beginning of the show leading to the match instead of just announcing it on social media and and it's a, a nothing match with no stakes. Although it was the the work was good, I thought it was really good actually. But mm-hmm. no storyline, no stakes. It's just kind of the uh, the problem we see with all of Raw and all of SmackDown lately. Is n- nothing you watch really has much meaning. Well, where do they go from here? I thought the build was supposed to be Kofi versus Kevin Owens at the next pay-per-view. I get he's not going to Saudi Arabia, but then the pay-per-view after that, I thought they would build this angle towards. They're just going to kill it off tonight? That's what it seemed like to me. I mean, Kevin Owens is not going to Saudi Arabia. It almost felt like they just killed off that program here. I could see them doing something with Dolph again the the following month. You know how you get the perpetual rematches a lot of times, so I could see them going with Dolph again. Yeah. You're right. Man, I can't wait. Can't wait for Xavier and Kofi teaming up against Dolph and KO. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I just think, you know, as far as booking him to win, I think that, that's been good with, with Kofi and Seth. They're giving those guys wins. They're not just beating them half the time like they do all their other champions. So in that sense, th- that side's good, but give him a storyline. Kofi's uh, – his promo just – you know, at the beginning of his match did not convince me. And I, I think that's been a, a problem with him. I think he just needs to be a little more, uh, more himself, uh, less growly. And, and uh, he, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, he just comes across as scripted. Yes. Yeah. And it is scripted, but it feels very scripted. Mm-hmm. Plus KO and Dolph sort of have the same angle, right? I mean, when, Kevin Owens has become these promos. He said, Oh, I was out. I came back from surgery. You're getting these opportunities. Yes. It's just, they need something better that they're fighting for. They need some sort of, and I've been looked over. I'm yeah. getting screwed. I'm not getting opportunities. I'm being held back. We've seen that. Yeah. Every yeah, single guy in the company, a backstory like, uh, you know, Kofi screwed Dolph over a few months ago, and that's why Dolph hasn't been on TV. Or and, and to have a reason I'll, for that, I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you one that at first I thought was kind of silly, but it turned out not to be. Something as simple as simple as Chris Jericho saying he wants a thank you from everyone on the AEW yeah. roster. At first, I was like, "This is kind of ridiculous. Is that really the heat here?" And it was, and he made it believable. And then he yeah. went to the match, and he goes right back to it again. He stuck to it. Yeah. Um. That was thicker as far as, and they had no TV build. It was all off of being the elite YouTube clips and shows, and that was built better. I would argue of a storyline of the heel not doing the well. I'm being passed over. I'm not getting opportunity. I'm getting screwed. Yeah. I- I got a better one. Uh, Dolph comes back and says, Kofi, months ago, you and the New Day convinced me that my stand-up comedy was funny, and I've been out there making a fool of myself. Why didn't you tell me I am not good at this? And you were just trying to get rid of me so you could win the world title. Yes. (laughs) I'd be slightly entertained by it a little bit more. (laughs) It'd be at least a good story. It'd be new, yeah. It'd be something. Um, So we went from that. 
to Daniel Bryan coming out with Rowan, cutting a promo, talking about what a joke the tag team division is. Why do they have the talent bury the product? Because they're in the know. They're on. They're they're edgy. They're being edgy right now. Don't you get it? They're 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 listening to the fans. The fans. This is all we chat about. Is how shit. How crappy the tag team division is. So let's have our champions come out and bury it even further. <laughs> I mean, what else can they really say? I mean, there are no tag teams. Tag teams on that show. Rusev and Nakamura are MIA. Uh, the Colognes. I mean, you know, come we on. They haven't been used forever. Look, folks, we can't help it that we're the that we happen to be the tag team champions. We're the we're the best tag team in the wrestling business today, and we can't help it that there's no one else here in this division. We can't help everybody sucks. We can't help we can't help the fact that WWE creative. Well, they can't say creative, um, but do you know what I mean? Like, there's a million ways he could take that. But P.S. He should not be part of any of this. He's doing your freaking brain. He should be closing out every show. In my opinion, still, he's still in his prime. He's awesome, and yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, you know, we've said this before. Daniel Bryan going from a WrestleMania World Title match last month in April mm-hmm. um, to to this, and you know, heavy machinery. God bless him. I, I I find them entertaining, but this is a big step down for him. The tag division is a joke. They should really, they really should unify these tag titles. Yes. I mean, uh, yes. Who's the raw tag team champions again? It's Hawkins. Ryder and exactly. Hawkins. Ryder and Hawkins. War Raiders are never used. Um, That's the way to go, Raj. You're, yeah. you're, you're coming around, man. That's the way to go. Go on both shows. Yeah. Yeah. Especially given uh, how this wild card rule has really just erased all boundaries of having a brand split, it feels like. Uh, so they were out there, heavy machinery came out. They want a shot at those titles. And Daniel said, We're going to give you one, but not tonight, not here, not now. I, I uh, like the promo. I thought Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan was great. That's what you should say, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's he's entertaining to watch. You believe what he's saying. He doesn't come across like he's memorizing lines. Uh, so I thought this was entertaining, even though for the most part it was what we've heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony Deville, Mandy uh, Mandy Rose backstage, uh, really hyping that Mandy Rose is on Muscle and Fitness hers, the cover of that magazine this month, giving out copies, yep. which led to a match Mandy Rose versus Carmella, during which time Mandy's really hyping the magazine appearance, taunting Carmella with it. Not much mm-hmm. of a match here. But uh, Mandy Rose picked up the win on this with a roll-up pin on Carmella. Um, what do you think they do for Mandy Rose to give her like a feud or a story? Things like things like this. I mean, yeah. this. But unfortunately, this was this gave me a bad flashback. It gave me a bad flashback when I was with WWE and the girls were fighting over Playboy covers. Yeah. You know, um, I believe it was Tori Wilson and Sable at the time. They both uh, graced the cover together, and. I forget what it was, but they did a storyline. I could have sworn the year I was there, um, SmackDown or Raw, rather. It was about the Playboy cover with the other whoever their opponents were at the time, right? And it was kind of chintzy like that. But I will say this: that is a big feat to be on Muscle Fitness. Hers that that that's uh, actually a really big publication. That is a big deal, actually, in the bodybuilding. I agree, um, and it's good exposure for her. Um, you know, and they're grooming her. She she will be one of the top girls, if not the eventually. I, I, I mean, they've teased her going with Sonya Deville down the road, you know, like them having dissension. And I'd like to see them get there eventually, but I could easily see that being something that they drop completely. Like they, yeah, like Bailey and uh, Sasha. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, but I, you know, I'd like to see them do more with that because I, I, I see a lot in Sonya. I think she could be if she works on her promos a little more. I think she she looks more and more like a star, doesn't she? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, what was that? Ember Moon was reading a book backstage at Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I mean, this is what the storyline for the women have come to, that she got interrupted reading a book. Yeah, well. She's sophisticated. What's wrong with that? Do you mean – wait, so you mean to tell me that, like, like in real shoot backstage, Glenn would be reading Wall Street – Kane would read Wall Street Journal. JBL, Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. They never start any of their angles off with that. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it's interrupting uh, no. her reading, so she's gonna be <laughs> pissed. I agree. I think uh, both Sonia and Mandy look like stars. And uh, if you want to make your business or website look like a star, let's thank the sponsor of tonight's episode, which is Wix. W I X. With Wix, you can create a professional website all by yourself. Wix is absolutely fantastic. I've used it. Roger's wife, Anjali, has used it, uh, who I met at StarCast. She was uh, quite lovely and was talking about her experience with it, how Raj put her down that path. She, she, she didn't have to bug him to build a website. She was able to do it herself with Wix and make something that looks amazing. Now, over 140 million people use Wix for their website. You can start and publish from free for free. You could choose from over 500 stunning templates or start from scratch. You could change, customize, and add anything you want, add your own text, images, videos, and more. There are hundreds of design features apps to grow your brand online. And this is great. All sites include built-in SEO tools. I've taken courses in SEO. Raj has as well. It's very confusing. It's constantly changing, being an updated. Becoming an expert on your own is tough, but with Wix, they make it simple because all the tools to optimize are right there. And everything is automatically optimized for any device, desktop or mobile. So you don't have to worry about tweaking a thing here or there to make it look perfect. Wix is going to take care of all the heavy lifting. They're going to get you all the tools you need to create the website that you want. And if you have a business, millions of businesses, use Wix to create websites. You can instantly connect with your customers, manage all your interactions in one place, and use their advanced business features to boost your productivity, manage your workflow, meet your deadlines, build customer relationships, and more. You want a mailing list plugin? Boom. You want to take online payments? You want to make an online store? Wix has got the tools there, whether it's for your organization, your business, or just if you want to do a fan site, Wix has got the hookup. And we have got a deal for you. You can get started now by going to Wix.com. That's W-I-X.com slash podcast. You're going to get 10% off. Like we said, you can get started for free and then upgrade to a paid plan. Check it out. Kick the tires. Try out the feature. See what you like. W-I-X.com slash podcast. You're going to get 10% off your paid plan. And uh, Raj, your experience and Anjali's experience with this, right? Super simple, super Absolutely. good. Absolutely, and you know what? Even if you've never, even if you don't have a business, you don't have a, a need for a website, but I always wanted to get your feet wet. Wrestling Inc. started off with me just wanting to learn web development one one weekend because I hated my, the engineering school I was going to, and I was a chemical engineering major and just bored as hell. I'm like, hey, I, um, I, I like wrestling. I'll just uh, make a quick fan site and just learn how to make it. And it's led to my full time gig. Twenty years, you know, I'm doing this twenty years later, and and. Uh, yeah, so if you ever just want to get your feet wet and try it out, learn uh, learn how to make a web page, um, you know, quick and easy, and just get your feet wet, get started. Uh, it's a great way to do that. Absolutely, wix.com/podcast, and we thank them for sponsoring Wrestling Inc. Going back to SmackDown tonight, oh man, the 24-7 title. So much drama with the 24-7 title. We got uh, backstage vignettes, Drake Maverick leading the chase on our truth with Carmella in tow. Things did change hands, but before we got to the ring for Shane McMahon Appreciation Night, where that title changed hands, uh, Alistair Brat, uh, Black, uh, 
Alistair Black. Pardon me, folks. Alistair Black had another cryptic backstage promo saying that he's not picking the fight with someone. He's waiting for someone to pick the fight with him. Matt, are you still on board with these promos that he's been doing? Mm, I'm on board with him. So I think sure. I like him and I want him to do well. I'm not able to grade it appropriately. Like, yeah. if it was anybody else, I'd like, mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. You know, I, we've talked about this before. His character, he, you know, they've done some super cool interests in NXT. I wish they would do more of those in his vignettes with candles and smoke. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool special effects and stuff you could do. Yeah. Uh, um, just the, the plain black background. I forget what Alistair Black has said, like, within 15 minutes. It, it's not anything that really sticks. And, um, I, you know, I, I just think making make them more effective and, and, and improve the presentation. They're giving him uh, Bray Wyatt's old promo copy, he feels like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Bray Wyatt, they did the cool stuff way back in the day. The woods with the cabins. And Hell the, yeah. You know. Yeah. They did awesome stuff with them. Yeah. It's like mid-era, later era Bray Wyatt. Um, and we did right. see a rerun of the Firefly Funhouse promo from last night, tonight on SmackDown. Um, I feel like with Alistair, they should have had him just say, I'm not going to Saudi Arabia, folks. Stay tuned two weeks from now when something actually will happen with me. Well, why? Because <laughs> you know? nothing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, he's been, been doing the same thing. So be more I, I be like, by the way, I might have been on this show in a week and a half, but I'm not going to be, you know. He's Alistair Black. He's not going to have like a, he's not supposed <laughs> to be having these like normal conversations with us. He's supposed to be like from like hell and stuff, right? Yeah. He should pull out his file of facts, call up his calendar and say, you know what? Uh, see you guys in mid-June. Yeah. <laughs> I want someone to call me back, but not on this date. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just silly. I mean, of course, I'm saying this in jest, but uh, it's uh, these are the parts that were a little tough to get through with the Shane Appreciation Night thing. Shane McMahon is not a good heel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No. He, he drag. He's been dragging these segments down, which is weird. I never felt that way when he was a babyface. Uh, in anything he was in, even when he was a yeah. heel back in the day, he didn't do this. I don't know what it is. Because he was a heel, but he was always involved with his dad somehow. So either against his dad or with his dad. So it kind of had this energy, but him alone is just blah. Even when he was doing the SmackDown stuff with Paige and just kind of in backstage stuff and not really doing much, it was still fine. It wasn't like, oh, shit, it's Shane again. Right. Yeah, you're right. No, he was, I thought, one of the top baby faces in the company since he He, came back a couple years ago. When he and Daniel Bryan were the jams of SmackDown, it made, I thought, SmackDown pretty edgy. Didn't you yeah. between the two shows? Like it was fresh. AJ was on there's a lot of newer guys on top at the time. It was a more exciting wrestling show. Um yeah. it was just so much better. Yeah. yeah. And it just feels like he's trying too hard. We've seen the Shane character for so long. Just a lot of it just doesn't feel realistic. Uh, I don't know. It's just over all quickly overdone, even though he hasn't been healed that long. And then uh we see highlights from his what's that? Nothing. Uh, we see highlights from his WWE career. He gives props to the production team, name drops Kevin Dunn, and fans boo. Barely. Yeah, yeah. He, I almost thought that was going to be a louder reaction. Yeah, most yeah. people don't know. Yeah. Mrs. Uh, Morgan almost got a big pop, but she's too much of a wuss to pass by the camera. Larissa. I was trying to show her, but she's too much of a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, Roman Reigns, I don't know. What else happened here? 
I this is where I started to fade during the show tonight. Um, oh, uh, Elias did a song <laughs> about Shane. There was that, but then our truth came running in. Uh, Drake Maverick uh, was behind him. Drew McIntyre beat him down uh, with Shane and Elias, and then Elias pinned Truth to become the new twenty four seven champion. And uh, all I could think was Matt Morgan in my head saying, "Don't get any on you." <laughs> He got the enchilada smeared all over his face is what happened with that one. That was bad. And then he it's lost like it. Somebody, it's like somebody took his face. You talk, talking about getting blank on it. It's called SHIT, kids. Um, it, he took some, It's like somebody took his face and put it in the damn toilet and gave him a chocolate swirly is what that was as far as the, the, the analogy of getting it on you getting some on you what were they thinking anywhere near this this is one of those cases where this title is already at a level where as soon as elias won it's like oh no (laughs) poor guy that's where he's at now that's where they see him he's going to be running around backstage you know or raj the the way they're going to pitch it is or you're going to be the one that's going to make this championship something (laughs) it means something and then Okay, Mr. McMahon. Yes, I can stutter. <laughs> you know what I mean? He has this way. I'm telling you, he's a great salesman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to stutter. Like when I left, I'm telling you. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I think uh, Chris Jericho, doesn't he call it like the the Jedi mind trick that Vince has or something like that? It's crazy. And it's not like, okay, I'm a, you're a mark for Vince. You grew up watching him. You idolize him. That kind of, it's not even that. It's as a salesman. He is good because he gets passionate. He gets all sweaty. He gets into it. And why this makes sense and how you're an idiot for not seeing it. And you're like, wait a minute. I am an idiot. Yeah, why don't I? You know what I mean? It's really, yeah, it's really yeah. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> it is Jedi mind trick. It really kind of is. Is that what Chris called it? That's funny. Because yeah. anyways. <laughs> Uh, then after this segment, we got Bailey versus Lacey Evans. No, so Shane then announced, did, did oh, you say that right. he announced a tag match? Yes. The 24 uh, seven rule is no longer in effect till the end of the show. Suspending it already. So yeah, for the main event tonight, we had, uh, what was it? Elias and Drew McIntyre against R-Truth and Roman Reigns in the main event. Yep. Yeah. 24 yeah. seven rules didn't apply. Great. Uh, already messing with the 24 seven time. Yeah. I mean, not that we're fans of it too much to begin with, but right. it, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say because I'm, con- I feel like I'm contradicting myself by saying, "How could they put it on hold? You can't do that." Yeah, and, it's not like you could have had you could have had Elias beat some, you know, somebody up backstage that's coming after him in one backstage segment. You know, yeah. just it doesn't do doesn't hurt anyone. I don't know. Yeah, he he should be that big of a star. Where yes. Somebody should be disposable enough for him to be able to do that. Yes. You know what all I want out of life is I want somebody to write a drama slash comedy, a dramedy, if you will, uh, of of a wrestling promotion that's like the WWE. The WWE can even do this of what it's like to work backstage at the WWE and just make it a comedy with dramatic elements to have a writer that's back there going like, can't we have consistency on anything? Who's just like shrugging? Just I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. that's coming. I, yeah. I mean, go ahead. Oh, I would go. Go ahead, Matt. What was that kid that did? The kid that that comedian that did the Triple H thing. Remember on oh. YouTube? Oh, Max Landis. Yeah, his. Uh, he he had some yeah. issues. Who cares? But yeah. the thing, the, his project itself, that was damn good. Wrestling isn't wrestling. Was fantastic. So they're definitely going to do. Somebody is going to do this. You know they will. 
You know, would be even be, you know would be even better is oh. just have it, just film the creative meetings and then Vince McMahon's reaction and then Vince in his office <laughs> just film that all day, chop it up real quick and and have that for two hours every week and that's you know I think that'd get higher ratings than Raw or SmackDown. I'd watch, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that that I think would be compelling television to see what goes in to these weird shows. You know, I want to see the battles backstage. I want to see creative having it out with each other. Um, Bailey versus Lacey Evans. I thought this was a really good match. It was and a good match. Charlotte on commentary was a little distracting, but they were setting something up there. So what'd you think of this, Matt? I liked it. This is one of my favorite parts of the night, actually. Yeah. Um, this surprised me because, again, she's new. Yeah. She's still getting better. She's new. And it really bodes well for Bailey. Bailey was able to show she can lead somebody through a very good match and be the quarterback out there. See, Bailey's always been good enough to be the quarterback, but she's always been, you know, what, the third of the four horsewomen, right? Yeah. So in a lot of her segments, when she's working those girls, more or less those girls are the ones calling more of the action, I would say, and leading the way. But Bailey called that match, no question about it. Um, they rehearsed what they were going to do, I'm sure. But there was a few times in there I was watching really closely and rewinding and going back. And Bailey did a great job of communicating with her and calming her down a couple of times. I thought Bailey's really good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, with the champions getting wins, it's good seeing Bailey get a win. F- felt a little weird that they're beating Lacey already when she. I... Yeah. I mean, to me, the... I was talking with Glenn about this before. A lot of times that's when it seems like they've lost faith in someone or they're pushing someone down the card. And that's how it starts is all of a sudden you're not winning. And then sooner or later you're in multi-tag matches doing nothing. I would say yes to that normally. Somebody this new losing that early, yes. But the 50-50 booking stuff has made me now throw my hands up in the air because I can't really – I don't know if that's really the case anymore. If somebody loses early, is it a case of, okay, we don't believe in her anymore? Is it a case of, well, we're going to test, see how she does if she loses? How's her ego handle it? Or three, is it it's 50-50 booking and um, <clears throat> wins and losses don't matter here. She can lose and no, no big deal. She'll get her heat back the next week. Bailey needs a win here. No big deal. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know yeah. which of the three it is there nowadays. But they were teasing on Raw last night that this – with Lacey and Becky is still going. I mean, she walked to the ring when, when Becky true. was there. So you would think like Becky's the top female star. You wouldn't want her top contender getting beat the next night. You but wouldn't. you know, again, what you said, the wins and losses not mattering, but common sense booking would be like you'd want to probably get Lacey a win, not over Bailey, but over somebody else right. to kind of build her up. Then you don't have a wrestle Bailey here because then we'd be complaining if she did beat Bailey. Well, there we go again, Matt. It's the AJ Styles theory. You know, he's the headliner and champion of SmackDown at the time. You guys used to say this. And at WrestleMania, he's kicking the show off. Why, you know, yeah. um, SmackDown is a redheaded stepchild between the two shows. And here's another example of it yeah. if they had her beat Bailey. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Charlotte was on commentary, and it seems like they were really putting over this idea of Charlotte and Lacey as a tag team, and oh, fans God. have been talking about this. I right? said that the night they were in the ring yeah. together. I said this would be Vince. Oh, my God. As soon as Vince <laughs> saw that, I, can, I'm like, I can't even pontificate because it's, it's politically incorrect to say this the word I want to say of what he, I'm sure he did. Uh, those are uh, to make an O-Town reference. Those are Vince McMahon's liquid dreams. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hey, and then they just put the kibosh on that completely with them attacking each other after this match, after Lacey lost mm-hmm. Bailey. With that, Which we is- know of. We saw with Sasha and Bailey how they would break up every couple of weeks. <laughs> and then they're back together. True. 
true. Yeah. Um, so hey, I I don't know what do you, what do you do with the women of in general right now? Okay, so Charlotte and Lacey are they going to program with each other? Who's Bailey going to be feuding with going forward? That's that's the big if because if they don't, I think it'll be that tag thing. I really do because it'll get it'll get more of them out. It brings Bailey. Who's the champion and should be the figure on the show, should be the central figure for the females. But it will always be Charlotte between the two of them, whether she's champion or not. Um, this gets Bailey in a meaningful storyline, right? Whoever she tags with versus those two. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see Mandy Rose sooner than later, but. Um... That'd be a good. No, that, yeah, Mandy, you know what? That would be good. But are you ready to see Mandy lose yet? No. Or Bailey. Neither of them, right? Yeah. Now. yeah. They'll probably uh, keep, her, keep her with Charlotte for the time being, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they want to beat Charlotte too much either, but. Charlotte could take it. Yeah. She's she's Teflon at this point, in my opinion. She's, she's very, very uh, credible. Lacey has got to win. Right? Her next, her next, uh, she's got to get some wins. I hope so. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. We'll see where they go from here with these two and with Bailey. I don't know. Uh, I'm worried that Bailey's going to take a backseat if it's Charlotte versus Lacey in a feud. That seems like that's going to suck up a lot of oxygen on SmackDown. Maybe Bailey versus Mandy. That could actually be good, although I worry that they're going to let Mandy go or have Mandy go over. That's what we just talked about. Thanks, man. Thanks for watching the program, son. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking at Twitter for a moment trying to get something ready for the next segment. Um, you know, like you guys hang on every word I say. Saying. Guys, have been doing this for three years, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, my personal thing, I, they're doing nothing with Oscar, Kyrie, saying they could be having some killer oh, matches, yeah, and just kind of at least you could be having some some fun matches, even if they don't mean anything right now, just to kind of get, you know, kind of get Bailey going. But what about yeah? What about those two versus the two blondes, Charlotte and and um, Lacey? Yeah, yeah. What about that? That'd well, be a great tag team series. We're teasing the Iconics versus what are they called again? The Pirate 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 Warriors, the Kabuki, Pirate the Kabuki Warriors. Kabuki Warriors. Is that really their name? The yeah. Kabuki Warriors? Okay. Well, oh my god, that's so like I feel that's so wrong. <laughs> but yeah, could you, could you could you imagine Matt what they what didn't get approved? That's like, true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, what about a three way? You know what I mean? A three way tag team. Yeah. Because that could bring those other girls up, even though they're champions, they shouldn't have. You know, it, it could help bring them up a little bit. Yeah, they need something because they just keep beating, I, getting beaten like a drum. Yeah. Andrade cut a promo on Finn. Finn uh, has been not cleared. He was saying, or yeah, he wasn't allowed to perform last week. Uh, they were showing for SmackDown. As Raj, as you tweeted uh, that. You forget that Finn has the Intercontinental title. I think Creative forgets that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But him versus Andrade, it's going to happen in Super Showdown. So uh, we'll see. That'll be good. Decent match. That'll yeah. The Undertaker is going to be on Raw next week. That's cool. Yeah. Got uh, the Randy versus Triple H video package again. And then For the main the event. time, I think they showed that third or fourth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roman Reigns and R-Truth versus Drew McIntyre and Elias. Mm-hmm. R-Truth got beat down uh, by Drew, Shane, and Elias coming out. Uh, he 
somewhat participated in this match where he and Roman won. Um, yeah, I think the big uh, headline, though, that steps on this is that afterwards they cleared the way for Truth to pin Elias and get the 24-7 title back. Well, Roman beat Elias first to win the match. Yeah. Yeah. Still, our truth was in the main event. Yeah, and he has been. Didn't he wrestle against um, Nakamura or something like that? Yeah, there was a main event with that. I think with Daniel Bryan, maybe. I want to say he's had a couple in the last year. He's super talented. He's athletic as hell. He does not age, and he's funny as hell. Um, but again, they. I go back to the word equity. They've not given him enough equity over the last two years. You know, they've done the opposite with him. And, and now, you know, people are supposed to care about him again. I, I guess maybe you're not supposed to care. Maybe you're just supposed to laugh along. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's – it seems like that's what they're going for. But that was a little feel-good moment there when R-Truth won it back. The fans popped for it. Um, I mean, it was I mean, it was kind of cute how they did that, but it, you know. That's what you want to see in your main event? You want to see cute? Exactly. You're, you're ending the show with a, the joke title, Changing Hands. <clears throat> Yeah, so that was SmackDown tonight. Move on. Yes, <laughs> AEW, yeah. what everybody is thinking about this week, what everybody's talking about. Even Monday Night Raw, Sami Zayn talking about AEW last night, name-dropping them on the air. AEW, people showed Google Trends. They got a spike in search traffic. And uh, Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio today, Meltzer and Alvarez were arguing about their sources, saying, was it cleared? Was he given the line? Did Sami go into business for himself and shoot with this? Uh, Raj, is there, what, what's your take? What are you hearing? So I, I've asked a few people and I haven't, I, none of the guys I asked knew. Um, the, Meltzer was saying one guy who, who said he was in the meeting, uh, said that it was in the script, uh, PW insider. Um, they said they've, they've talked to a couple guys who said that it wasn't in the script and that Vince McMahon was furious backstage. Oh, you know, God. Matt, we talked about, what if it was possible that someone else got it in the script uh, and Vince didn't know about it? Because, you know, I doubt Vince goes over every line, uh, you know, in the script. So, um, you know, and then he hears it on, on air and loses his shit. <laughs> Excuse me. Here's what I'm going to say real quick. And this is sans this website, Wrestling Inc. All right. Because I know because when I was a wrestler, I know how Wrestling Inc. did business. I, I, I would go there for news. Um, a lot of websites out there, I'm not going to say which ones, will will print things and do things to help move along a storyline every once in a while. I know you guys don't believe me. I know you think that's crazy. I promise you, in certain cases, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've okay. seen guys that have used websites so they can get nice things said about them um, and remain in, in, anonymous. But I've also seen where websites would would further a narrative along that they don't truly that, – that that's not really the truth on something. Okay? I'm not going to say any which ones because that's not my job. Um, so I, I take any of that with a grain of salt. I, there's no way on God's green earth that Sammy on his own just said AEW. No way. Right. But there's also no way that Vince would want that said, right? And so is it something you would between? Think so. You would think so. The WWE I know, the Vince I know is you don't sell for your competition. If you're number one, you ain't sweating number two. And the minute you say their name, you're giving them, you know, Right. So you give them attention. So I, 
I don't I don't know if it's that or maybe it was Hunter and Stephanie again trying to convince them like they did with NXT about there's this new upcoming way of wrestling that's happening, Vince, and it's passing you by. Let me just get these kids and bring them that this we're gonna call it NXT. We're gonna put it on tape. We're gonna we're gonna film it. Let's see what it does. What do you have to lose? We gotta find our superstars of tomorrow, but we gotta do it this way. And then eventually sold he sold Vince on that. Vince wasn't behind that at first. So there's a few times, more than a few times, hunters had to go to him and sell him on things. And I don't I just don't know if this was one of them or not. I just there's no I just don't believe Sammy just went out there on his own and said that. Just no way. No. Yeah. And then they edited it out of the YouTube uh, clip of sure to, yeah. to, to do this to everybody that <laughs> it's a war that thinks it's a shoot brother. I think triple H, but Matt, to your point, I think I could see triple H being the proponent of this wanting mm-hmm. to work everybody. Mm-hmm. I think him and Cody are digging this little head to head thing. They're building. I, I think Hunter's a lot smarter and people give him credit for, I think he does have a decent pulse on what's happening out there. And I know he's probably cool. Crap. Let me ask you this too, Matt. Do you think, Triple H likes the AEW chants and and stuff because he's reportedly no. been very frustrated uh, no. with crowd creatives going. You don't think so because you don't think that makes gets it in Vince's head that things need to change when oh. nothing else is changing. Okay, maybe from that standpoint, I I, I just don't think uh, an audience chanting somebody okay. else show the acronym is 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 good business for that particular brand. But I also don't know if they knew that's what the reaction would be. Hmm. So I, I don't know. Yeah. You, you, you know who I think? Yeah, Triple H did mention it in the Hall of Fame sp- speech, referred to it as a pissant company, you know, kind of, ha- you know, half joking. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. He did. I feel like NXT is what gets hurt the most with AEW yeah. uh, right yes. now. Right? Yeah, is anyone talking about TakeOver this Saturday? No. But can we just say something? NXT has care, has a well, normally has a cast of, of characters, good storylines. We care about a lot of their their storylines, usually, correct? Yeah. Um, Long term planning and booking, which we generally are always asking for, and super athletic young talent that we're not overexposed to. Um, and they will get hurt by uh, AEW. You're right. I think maybe if Triple H sees an upside to this, he can kind of protect NXT and now argue to bring some stars back to NXT. They don't have to uh, call as many people up because he could say, hey, we can't sign as many new guys right mm-hmm. now with this competition. I think in a weird way, uh, this could lead to something cool with NXT. Raj, is it true these rumors that Joey Ryan might be uh, going as sort of a player coach position? Yeah, I mean, they were interested in having him on and uh, reportedly Joey Ryan turned down an AEW deal. So... I mean, you could kind of put two and two together. Um, so we, we'll see. I mean, you know, as a coach, he he wouldn't be a, a big name talent or anything, maybe work some shows. But, um, yeah, I mean, it would probably be a, a nice cush job uh, coaching and, and training in, in Florida. Yeah. So we got to ask you, Matt, a uh, friend of the podcast, Vince Russo, um, <laughs> while we're while we're talking about this. Uh, old, <laughs> old, uh, old co-host back from the day. Uh, your thoughts on, so for those who missed it, Vince Russo uh, tweeted that he thinks that this, this is a work, that uh, AEW and WWE are in cahoots. And he brings up WWE, WWF at the time in the 90s working with ECW. Oh, my God. Do you want to finish it? Because I, I can't, I'm going to throw up. 
I mean, that was that was the gist of it. So he thinks there's no way that WWE would would mention AEW unless uh, they're working together somehow or they're in bed together. Is is his, is his phrase? <laughs> okay, number one, folks, he's trying to get you to go to his stupid show so you'll watch it. You'll pay if it's free. I don't even know, but he wants you to go to the show so you listen in on why this is a work supposedly. Secondly, him thinking this is a work is a smack to the face that the business has come, it's passed them by, it came back around the block one more time, reversed right over him, and passed them by one more time. It, for him to think that this is his work. There's nothing about this that says work. Nothing about this that says work. Zero. The WWE does this to things. If they can have control over something, or they can have, and if there's another thing of competition out there that could actually be legit competition for them, they're not going to help the, that company. Are you kidding me? Well, back, they tried to help BCW. Are you kidding me? You can't compare the two. It was a different time, a different era. Much, much, much different. Yeah, WWE wouldn't have worked with WCW back then. They wouldn't have. Uh, Thank you. Yes. All right. Two number one, someone that's, or, well, you know, someone that's trying to get on their level, you know, backed by a billionaire, as opposed to ECW, which they had a talent exchange. Paul Heyman would take uh, WWF guys that weren't working out, like Al Snow, give them new gimmicks and characters, trying to make them the stars. So it was, it was a mutually beneficial, beneficial relationship. ECW got some publicity mm -hmm. out of it. There's no benefit for WWF in this. Um, it just hurts NXT. They kind of have their own, you know, alternative brand. Yes. Um, they, they they don't want more wrestling in prime time on cable. I know, <laughs> That's not them. And I don't mean to pile up on Vince. I was surprised to hear him say that, but it, it really does go to show that I don't know if he didn't watch the program AEW or he's not following it online. You know, with the YouTube shows or whatnot. But this couldn't be any more obvious that this is. They're not in cahoots. Yeah. It really couldn't be any more obvious. Yeah. Like, I, literally, I, I you, you guys realize what happened. He saw Sami Zayn say AEW, and that's what sparked this. You know that's how this worked. So, Vince, you just got worked like the 12-year-olds in the crowd that were supposed to be worked by that line, Sami Zayn, was typed in, written in to say. You bought it. <laughs> I mean, look, there are times – in the history of doing this podcast where you just sometimes take a stance or you say something crazy because if it happens, people go, Oh my God, look, you're a genius. And if not, people go, well, that was a crazy idea. For Who you, I'll give you credit to say that because you did do that and you did predict something crazy just recently with WrestleMania or something. Charlotte getting the belt, defeating there you go. Yes. So you, you can know? say that and get away with it. He can't because he was just saying that to get people to come watch the show. Yeah. I mean, we, we even said with the Moxley thing, people were giving a shit uh, about popping for it so hard. But we even said either either it's a work and he's really coming back to the WWE or the WWE got bamboozled in that sendoff. We gave two options. I did not. I never said that Moxley was going back to WWE. No, no. We didn't yeah. say he was. But we we said those what it felt and, like yeah. with his, his sendoff, with the sendoff. Yeah, from the beginning when the Moxley thing happened, I, I I was saying I'm pretty sure he's done with the company. So I got to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's keeping score, Glenn. Uh, Raj. Nobody's got a chalkboard. Go, Raj was right again here. Raj um, is very concerned about his batting average. Right? I know he is. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I want a wrestling historian. Raj probably has the stats somewhere. He's got written down like on an old sheet of paper to keep it scored. I'm sure there's a wrestling Inc. historian who could talk about how often Raj is right versus not. Although, Matt, I got to give our boy props at StarCast. 
So many people came up to him and just kissed his ass profusely, talking about how accurate, how reputable, how wonderful Wrestling Inc. is, and they trust is. him as wow. the top, most credible journalist in this business. Oh, well, yeah, because he is. He, he, Raj has never, ever since I've known him, he's never called me. He's never texted me and said, hey, what's going to go out on tonight at Impact? Uh, even when I was like, man, like, never, yeah. never, never. I can't say that about others, you know? <laughs> Raj has always been very, very straight. No, and, and not me personally as a number one uh, journalist, but you know, the site, you know, is, as far as being consistent, you know, to, you know. Uh, Your news isn't BS. You also don't peddle along little mid-card guys that are looking to get over by stooging their stuff off to certain websites, and those websites doing their boy in the mid-card a favor by furthering their story along. You've never done that. Well, but I call it being credible. Call being credible. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's 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 move on. So John Moxley is facing Joey Janela yeah. at Fighter Fest. Oh yeah. Weeks. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah and Cody Rhodes is facing Darby yeah. Allen at is that at uh, Fight for the Fallen? Uh, I believe the... it's at Fighter Fest as well. Okay. So in in the next like month and a half, there's two AEW events. Uh, one's in. In check June, it. I don't have the date on me. I can check that real quick. Um, and then the next one is a couple weeks later in July. Yeah, um, June 29th is the first one. June 29th. And what was the other one? What is the other one? Let's see. I think it's like um, two weeks later. July. Yeah, Fight for the Fallen is July 13th. Okay. Um, and both of these are going to be on BR Live for now. I, I don't know if that means pay-per-view as well, but uh, BR Live. And so uh, glenn matt let me ask you guys um you with the deal that espn plus has with ufc where they show some events for free and then they also air the pay-per-views where you got to pay do you think it makes sense to have a couple events here that that are free for br live subscribers so uh, it it raises the profile it it gets more people watching and then the big shows you do as pay-per-view Definitely. Again, I had no problem being a first time. I never, I'll be honest, I'm not very savvy with this stuff. And I wasn't, I never heard of, B, I know Bleacher Report, but I didn't know there was a BR Live. You told me about it. I went to it, had no issues with the pay per view, loved the stream, was able to watch it on my phone. I brought it to the gym with me. I mean, I was able to do anything I wanted to do with it. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And I didn't miss any of the action. Great stream. And um, would I sign up for it after that experience? Definitely. And by them giving away, you know, a free match or so, it's going to get more people to sign up for that as well. Yeah, um, I could see them with. So, what was it? Sixty-six thousand is what All In did for a pay- 50, 55,000, 55, Pardon me for the buy rate. I think between if, and, and real quick, that's between pay per view and uh, and fight. So, I think fight did like thirty thousand and twenty five thousand. Okay, really? Mm-hmm. Double or nothing? Con- how's that? Con- Double or nothing did what? Well, we don't well, know that's yet. Not out yet. Oh, you're yeah. saying all in did that all number. in, right? Yes. Oh, okay. So that's kind of the benchmark. This is said to have done uh, quite a bit better than all in, just from early uh, reactions. Uh, uh, Dave Meltzer, who he's been doing the the cable numbers forever, said the the response has been uh, has been bigger did for he, this. Does he think it'll be over a hundred? I did he give a number? He did not no, no estimates. But uh, it just just what more than think? more than fifty five thousand. I could see it being like eighty ninety thousand. Um, th- this uh, on the site this past weekend, it was like uh, the second or third biggest weekend of the year. Not not close to WrestleMania, but um, really? bigger than Survivor Series and some of the other events. The AEW uh, coverage Wrestling Inc. podcast, one of the single biggest Wrestling Inc. podcasts ever on YouTube. 
Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, we did a lot of numbers on that one. Huh. Yeah. So yeah, one of the bigger non-WrestleMania ones, but yeah. <clears throat> um, so I could see them going one route and saying, as a thank you, we're going to make the next one free to everyone. That would be a good move. But it's got John Moxley's in-ring debut, and people will pay for that. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if what they do is they say, hey, if the you buy one. all out now <clears throat> for 60 bucks, we're going to give you the next two for free, and then we'll sell them individually for 20 bucks a piece. Honestly, you guys, I'm perfectly okay paying whatever the hell they charge. I really am. I get my money's worth. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, the fight for the Fallen show is kind of like a charity event for right. supporting you know victims of gun violence and things mm -hmm. like that. So that would be the one they give away, right? Think. That's kind of like a like a gift or something, you know, like uh, something for the community, I guess. So um, yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, this this event was a big success. Uh, so if if they follow want to follow it up that soon, it's. Uh, I'm sure it would still do well. I don't think it would do as well as this. You know, John Moxley, it is his first match, but you would guess at All Out, uh, you know, the one uh, in Chicago, that you're going to see the big match. It's like the Moxley versus the Jericho or the, you know, mm -hmm. Omega versus Moxley and Jericho versus Page yeah. is where it looks like they're going. Yeah. Uh, right now, I think most wrestling fans, if they gave us an option for 99 bucks to get access to everything they do the rest of the year, I think we'd all pay that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think they need to strike when the iron's hot because yeah. we're never going to feel this high about them again. That's you don't know that. <laughs> no, it's the unknown. It's the, well, unknown the TV, it, Yeah, but know? once they get a TV deal, that changes everything. Like they, they could get, yeah. you, you know, uh, they'll have more money, more, uh, more access to talent. You know, once once they do have it, you know, once sure. the TV deal kicks in place. So uh, it could be even bigger. Yeah. Right. Uh, I thought today maybe a little bit of a misstep. They are going after the GIF cappers online, like TDE, and some of those that have been posting GIFs of the pay per view. They undid that, so they did. Yeah. What do you mean? But, what? They sent out copyright takedown notices, and then <clears throat> they retracted them. So you know, uh, Total Divas apps that's been posting wrestling GIFs the past couple of years. They mm. had a lot of their GIFs from um, Double or Nothing were copyright marked as copyright violation and disappeared until. What's wrong uh, with that? Well, it's just the Young Bucks came out when uh, w when another indie promotion did this. People assumed it was the WWE. The Young Bucks defended them and said, oh, no, sharing gifts on Twitter is part of being a wrestling fan. It helps promote the product. You know, it's a goodwill. Uh, so yeah. they, they backpedaled on that pretty quick and put those gifts back up. Yeah. yeah. So the Young Bucks said that it wasn't their decision. They're working to take care of it. And, and all that stuff is back on. Luchasaurus is now signed with the promotion. I, I guess he was just working that... He he wasn't signed to a contract when he worked the Casino Battle Royale this past Saturday, so he's he's actually signed there. And mm -hmm. really quick, uh, WWE canceled another SmackDown house show um, on a Monday night. Mm -hmm. um, the so this the, this coming Monday it was scheduled for Corpus Christi. They're they're canceling these left and right now. The brand extension is about to die. Yeah, because now you're not <laughs> soon. You're not really going to have house shows since the SmackDown house shows on Mondays. Seriously, the brand extension is going to die. <clears throat> Thank God. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, speaking of AEW signing people, they have not yet signed Orange Cassidy. And uh, after Matt Morgan today, uh, while he's indie, Matt, would you come out of retirement for the blue versus orange match? Absolutely. Matt, you, you, <laughs> you would pay money out of your own pocket to wrestle Orange Cassidy. At I would sell. I would sell things to <laughs> <laughs> Are You kidding me? Yeah. Hit up your yeah, boys. He's awesome. Dub. 
hit up Young Bucks, <clears throat> hit up the guys you know, and just say, look, I'll put this kid over. You got two shows coming up in Florida. Let him go over a giant like you. <laughs> right? Why not? Glenn, I wouldn't even... <laughs> I wouldn't even know. I would. I don't want to mess his thing up. Do you know what I mean? Because who his opponent is is important. Yeah, you can't I just agree. do that with everybody. Yeah, you, true. You, you, you can't. Um, and I don't want to screw it up stuff. for him. I love his stick. I, I'm yeah. so freaking entertained by it. Yeah, you could try and lift him for like an attitude adjustment. <laughs> he could ride your shoulders around and like spin around like a kid. Oh, it'd be great. I have so many ideas like I want to send in because it's so good. It's so funny what you can do with that. You know what I mean? I. I I've never, again, I said it on Twitter, I've never seen anything like that before. It's entertaining. And I know, like, again, Cornette, someone who, 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 who was like a father figure to me early in my career, believed in me more than anybody else did, still to this day. Um, but by the same token, I could see him showing up on my doorstep with like a sledgehammer. What are you talking about? What are you talking about putting this kid? You know, because they, a lot of, you know, his people that are very, very uh, passionate about their old school wrestling, and so am I. Um, see it oh it's burying the business and all this other stuff well look we've seen it all we've seen it all yeah i kept saying when, when i was still wrestling what the hell's next like machine guns uzis knives like what the hell what is left to happen that hasn't happened in our business you know so every once in a while i don't see anything wrong with something that's so far out there that it's so damn different and that's what we all keep asking for something different here this kid goes out and does something different and I, my eyes are glued to my damn phone every time I get a chance to put down work or whatever the hell. I swear to you, I've been YouTubing the hell out of this kid on 72 hours now. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's great. awesome. Awesome. Uh, real quick, um, we're going to be back here Saturday night uh, with the post NXT TakeOver podcast. It kind of got buried in the uh, news this week. Uh, let's just run down these five matches real quick. You guys oh, just yeah. throw out who, who, who you think is going to win. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Riddle. Riddle, yeah, he he lost last month to Velveteen Dream. I think he needs he needs one mm-hmm. here. Uh, Forgotten Sons versus the Street Profits versus Oni Larkin and Danny Burch yeah. versus Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. The vacant NXT Tag Team Championship vacated by the Viking Viking Raiders. <clears throat> Who was the last ones you said? Uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, undisputed era. Undisputed era. Although I'd like to see the Sons win. If the Street Profits don't get it now, they are uh, the new Enzo and Cass. They're never getting those titles if they don't win it this time. I, I think the Street Profits, and that's that's my pick. Okay. Uh, North American Championship, Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze. <sighs> Velveteen Dream. Yep. Velveteen I know. Dream. I want Breeze so bad to just hold a belt at some point. Even if it's just somebody else's belt he's holding for them, I want that guy to hold a belt. In NXT, yeah, but I, I think that would bring Velveteen Drown. <laughs> but uh, NXT Women's Championship: Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai. Matt, I don't even know if I care. Um, Baszler again. I think it's time to get Baszler out of there. It's been time, but yeah, it's, I don't see him doing it. Oh. Matt, that reminds me, though. It's online. I think it's an Evolve pay-per-view. Uh, I couldn't find it pirated. Orange Cassidy versus Velveteen Dream happened, I guess, like in March. No, I've got one better. Someone sent me a freaking poster that I signed with Orange Cassidy on the card that I was on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching the show, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Captain over here probably put himself over backstage and shit, and I missed it. What the hell? <laughs> ah, I'm so angry. Uh, uh, Real quick, real quick. Uh, um, 
so I think I think EO uh, Shayna loses the rematch at the next takeover. They have a rematch at the next takeover. Uh, Shayna loses again, moves to the main roster. And uh, finally, the main event NXT Championship: Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. I'm looking forward to that match a lot. Um, it's gotta it's gotta be Cole. It's gotta be time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's Cole's time. At the same time. I'd like to see Cole on the main roster. Johnny Gargano, I do not see him on the main roster doing well. Um, oh, I'm hoping, again, we keep saying we think they're selling, they, they've watched AEW, they know about the competition. They're not competition, I know, but they there's a lot of buzz going on enough that I hope they're seeing that they can do things with these smaller wrestlers and it helps someone like him to be able to come up to the main roster and be taken semi-seriously versus being uh, thrown right to 205. All right. Oh, both guys, I'm going to say that about Adam Cole does not deserve to be on 205 Live, but you've said it too, Raj. You could see them doing it. I could too. I think he's got an, I think he's like a Finn Balor that he has enough charisma that it, he'll, he'll, he'll avoid he's it, but I don't Finn see him Balor's pushing him. Body and height are slightly different. Yeah. Oh, P.S. Finn Balor had one of the most over gimmicks in the last frigging three or five years alongside with him. The D. Yeah. The Adam so, Cole baby and the the music and everything is. You cannot compare that. To re, let's rewind and go back to when the Finn Balor at NXT was doing the demon entrance was insanity. Yeah, you yeah. got to go back and really truly put yourself back in that moment. It was super over. I love Adam Cole. I want him to do great. I'm just we're trying to be real here of what how Vince and they they book these guys. It's not it they. They need to move. They they were doing the right thing with the Daniel Bryans, the Sam Punks, the AJ Styles, the Samoa Joes, the guys that they would never sign. When I was there, they would never sign those guys. Those yeah. guys would do talk matches, and I'd squash them. The guys that were way better than me, you know what I mean? But because I was bigger, that was the way WWE was. Now I thought they were catching up with the times. I'm seeing it's a more faster-moving sport. It's an, it's an athletic event now, a lot more than it ever has been. And I thought they were moving along at a good pace. They're just now going out there and getting, you know, all these other guys, these indie guys that were running rampant in ROH and you know TNA and other places. And now it feels like they're still back. They've moved back a step again. And I'm worried because they've taken this time to move, take that step backwards again with the way the business has been evolving. Guys like Adam Cole are going to be left out and not get the true opportunity. That that workhorse deserves. He's a workhorse, especially with the wild card rule, right? You put the undisputed era, you call them up right now, and you put them on Raw or SmackDown. Ooh. I mean, they're DOA at this point. If we keep getting shows like we've been getting these last couple of weeks, wait, wait, what do you mean wild card? What are you talking about? Well, because of the wild card rule, there's not as much time for new talents. They're mm -hmm. utilizing the same talent across both shows. So unless they're really, really high on them, mm -hmm. it's a much worse atmosphere than for a new NXT talent to get called up in right now than it was a month ago or two months ago. Why can't they bring those three up and just do what they did with the Shield at the time other than Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins' height at the time? No, I know nobody thought he was as tall as he ended up being. Do you know what I mean? They weren't big, imposing guys except for somewhat Roman. And they were covered at the time. Their bodies. But I think they Adam Cole, you were talking about Adam Cole, uh, Matt. I mean, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are much smaller than Adam Cole. 
Um, I was gonna say you can't keep them together though, and like have that be the thing. Uh, you put all those guys in those T-shirts. I said this before. I couldn't tell you if you put a, cool, a picture of them next to Imagine Dragons, next to Walk the Moon, or some other band. I couldn't tell you who was who between Undisputed Era. And most people couldn't either. I know what Adam Cole looks like in the ring, but Sammy, in street clothes, you know. I can say that about a lot of guys. I got yeah, called the roster. Yeah, but they're not the Shield. The Shield with their gear, with the Undisputed Era, they wear those T-shirts. I think that hurts them. I'm trying to be optimistic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. I've got because I'm a big fan of those guys. I, you know, I'd like to see them get a chance. But. I would think they have a better shot as a group of three, again, because they could be jumping people three on ones. Yeah. So some people in the chant want us to grade the show. They're saying we forgot to grade it one to ten. <laughs> Smackdown tonight. You should never turn out. You're exaggerating. How many people said that? One. See, there's no. There's quite a few. There's and they're they're rating it themselves. Yeah, there's probably like a so far half a dozen. All right. Uh, fine. All right, one to ten, Matt. Zelt, Nunca, not. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> we gave Raw a three last night, right? <laughs> I think so. Did we? Yeah, we, we did like it. a three or a four, right? You know, I'd give him a three. Um, so then tonight's got to be about a four point eight. <laughs> yeah, that's. A, I was thinking five or six. Six being generous, I, I'd say a five. But I give it a five, but on a scale of one to ten, with ten being the worst and one being the best. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, it was okay. I mean, if you can't go to sleep without knowing what our final thought is on SmackDown, it, it was all right. <laughs> if you don't watch it, you've missed absolutely nothing. But we do get lots of. I, I don't. Use, I don't go to Twitter much about wrestling. It's always you know stuff that I'm generally doing in my city and things like that. But uh, but the, I started the Orange Cassidy thing today because I saw uh, Glenn's post. Um, it was funny again. You get so many like replies and so many people like direct message me how much they watch our show or yeah. listen and watch it and others that say they don't even watch raw anymore that yeah, they yeah. come to watch this and that's how they I'm like that's insane that's pretty cool we had a lot of people sit telling us that this for this past weekend at starcast with it's, when, a, it's a real thing yeah. you know you know it may us and the people really do so we gotta yeah gotta be more cognizant of that and i do no, and I think this podcast, uh, even, and let me just say that to, to the people that watch this, even when Raw or SmackDown is bad, this podcast is still fun. And probably the high point of my wrestling week is talking about it with you guys, what happens, good or bad, you know? And yeah. I love that people tune in to listen and watch. Yeah. Um, on that note, guys, Saturday night, NXT TakeOver 25. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Matt, what do you want to plug before we go off the air here? Um, Blueprint Matt Morgan versus Orange Cassidy. Someone make it happen. I'm joking. They got to. They've got to make that happen. <laughs> Glenn's pushing his way too hard. I'm getting, I'm gonna make I'm getting nervous. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to be out in your area. If this happens in late summer, I'm, I'll show up. I'll I'll do something in that match. Uh, we'll, we'll find an India and make it work. I want to see it happen. I'll put down cash to make that happen. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. Find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein, where I live tweet along with wwe programming uh raj what's coming up on the site uh the usual plugs uh it's there's so much it's such a busy week that it's hard to keep up so just keep keep checking go every go every five minutes there you go there you have it <laughs> till next time folks we'll catch you back here on the wrestling inc podcast take care 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.